Tim, can you recap for us what Elsa did in the Caribbean? There was a lot of concern that Haiti in particular would experience destructive flooding. It does not appear as though Haiti suffered catastrophic flooding. The country's southwest tip, unfortunately, did get battered by heavy rains and wind, and officials say that damaged a big part of Haiti's agriculture, which is not good news when the UN says almost half the population isn't getting enough food this year. The only deaths reported on Hispaniola, that's the island Haiti shares with the Dominican Republic, were in the Dominican Republic, where two people were killed by collapsing walls. The only other fatality over the weekend was in St. Lucia, much further to the east in the Caribbean where Elsa first formed. Elsa seemed to slow down after brushing Hispaniola, and then it spent most of yesterday crossing eastern Cuba. Was Havana, that country's capital, badly affected? As of late Monday afternoon, Elsa did look to be headed almost directly for Havana, which is why authorities there said they'd evacuated thousands of people by bus to safer areas. The storm did bring 65-mile-an-hour winds and dump heavy rain on Cuba's interior, along with a lot of power outages. But the good news is the storm weakened considerably as it crossed the island. Even though Elsa didn't turn out to be as destructive in the Caribbean as it seems like it could have been, you say there is something about the storm that really worries Caribbean governments. Right. The fact that it appeared so early in the Atlantic hurricane season. Officially, the season starts on June 1st, right? But the reality is most hurricanes don't threaten the Caribbean until mid-August. Elsa became a named storm on July 1st. It's already the fifth named storm of 2021. That's the earliest ever that five named storms have been recorded in the Atlantic. But the real fear is this. The earliest that five named storms ever appeared before this year was last year. So this might not be an aberration. Experts say it's starting to feel like a climate change trend. Tim, I also saw reports that Elsa was the first hurricane to hit the island country of Barbados in more than 60 years. Yes, and look at how far south Barbados sits in the Caribbean. Atlantic hurricanes usually don't form at that southern a latitude. But but again, is this an exception or a new norm? Because we also saw two powerful hurricanes, Ada and Iota, form this far south last year. It just raises the concern that climate change and global warming are making a larger swath of the Caribbean more vulnerable to these storms. And it's not just the earlier start of the Atlantic hurricane activity that worries the Caribbean basin. It's also ending later, too. How are governments preparing for that? I was just talking about Hurricane Iota, which hit Central America with Category 4 strength in late November last year. Remember, Officially, the Atlantic hurricane season ends November 30th. No recorded storm that powerful had ever formed that late in the year. So while in years past, our hurricane season was in reality a two-month, mid-August to mid-October thing, there's suddenly the concern that it's becoming a four- or five-month reality. And as you point out, the big question is, can countries with limited disaster mitigation and response resources, like these Caribbean islands, handle that longer hurricane season reality? I spoke with the Intergovernmental Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency in Barbados, and they told me their director, Elizabeth Riley, will be in teleconference meetings with Caribbean governments most of this week discussing just that.